Greetings. Welcome to the KKW podcast featuring yours truly, Precious P. Here on Kingdom's Conversation, we are ranged but not limited to firsthand experience as to what it's like to walk on this journey with Christ by learning to navigate through the world as a wholesome, healed, and devoted Christian. So welcome to my channel. This is my first, first, first episode. And I just kind of want to introduce myself and kind of get to know you guys. So um, this podcast was um, basically just given to me by the Lord. And I just asked him what was it that he wanted me to do to use my gift to go ahead and glorify him and honor him. And this podcast fell in my heart. And I just kind of been sitting with it for a while, kind of been getting the feels and navigating what it's like to, um, you know, dive into this full commitment of what it takes to, you know, tend to this podcast. Um, so the whole topic of today's conversation is called fear of pursuing the call. So the reason why I chose to name it this was because when I initially got the green light from the Lord to go ahead and do this podcast, um, it wasn't something that I took um, too seriously in the sense that I didn't have like a committed schedule as to when I would post or when I would do this or when I would do that. Like how I see other people who are dedicating to their purpose doing like, you know, they have Monday, Wednesday, Friday or they're, you know, there's a live session or Tuesdays and Thursdays, they, they do this and do that, you know, that certain level of commitment. So I didn't have that. And I just began to question whether or not if I was really truly serious about pursuing this podcast. One, because I was just in fear of making this full commitment to say, hey, that this is something that I'm going to do unto the Lord. Because if I were to commit to this, you know, this would be something that I would want to give my all to. I would want to put my best foot forward. You know, I wouldn't want to half do this. I would want to be all in. Um, and, you know, I just kept using daily life and work and school and other commitments as an excuse as to why I couldn't commit to this full time. But recently, I just kind of felt the Lord pressing on me to, if this is the, if this is the desire of your heart, and I've given you the yes to go ahead and do this, then I want you to do it to the best of your ability. And, you know, when you do something for the Lord, this is not something that you just want to have to do. This is something that you would want to do to the best of your ability. Like you want to give the Lord your best. And I kept saying to the Lord, I want to give you my best. I want to give you my best. I want to give you my best. So I am officially just making this commitment. I've already decided to make this commitment between the Lord and I that if this is what he wants me to do, which it is again, because I received the green light that I will go ahead and do it and do it to the best of my ability. So I just want to officially welcome all the KKWP listeners, and I am your host, Precious Pierre. Um, so I'm just going to get into a little bit of background about my upbringing and how it has all led to this moment. So just kind of like a quick testimony time. So when I, ever since I was young, um, I've always had some type of feeling where I felt like I needed to search for the Lord. Um, I didn't grow up in a church, nor did I have a family who was 
like brought up in church or my family wasn't really church goers bottom line but I always had such a desire to seek the Lord to figure out who he was so whenever my cousins would go to church I would always ask to tag along with them um you know I, I try to get as involved as I could um being that I had limited resources or transportation to do so but whenever I did have the opportunity to participate in something I went ahead and I did it um so yeah I didn't really grow up in a church or anything didn't really have family who was in a church or anything like that but I just wanted to know who God was. I didn't have a relationship with him at that point in time because I was just, I just didn't know. This was something, this was a walk that I was navigating alone. I didn't have friends or family or anyone to teach me. I was just kind of navigating it alone um, and just trying to figure out how to best do this walk as I get to know the Lord. So just periodically throughout my life, just on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off, trying to figure out who the Lord is by reading my word through prayer and going to church. So not the typical upbringing. Um, So what officially led into my deep dive into really, really getting to know the Lord is when I got to college. So I um, ended up going to the Florida State University (laughs) for four years. And so when I first got to Florida State University, it was a hard time. I was just, you know, getting away from Miami and just graduating high school and two weeks later starting college. So it was a hard transition period because I was getting out of a city that I was so used to. I was getting away from people that I was used to, the environment I was used to, and I was being immersed into something completely different, something completely new. And it was a hard reality to face because I didn't really have any friends at that point. I didn't really know anyone. Um, I knew a few people who um, came from my high school as well or people that I grew up with in Miami as well. They also went to Florida State University. But I didn't have, like, you know, a close relationship with many of them, probably except, like, two or three of them. Um, So, yeah, so going into my freshman year, um, I fell into a deep, deep depression. And... It was crazy because at the time, I didn't realize it was depression. I didn't realize what it was. I just thought that that's who I was. I just thought that this is what my life was. And that was a lie from the enemy that I started to believe because I just thought that this is what life was. Um, I didn't know any better at the time. So I had this one friend, um, and I realized that I drew her away from me. Like, I pushed her away from me because I was so deep in my depression and my brokenness and my bitterness and my hatred and my own feelings that I began to push everyone around me away. Um, it wasn't until I started going to church and, you know, kind of start getting my feet wet again and just figuring out who God was that was like always my biggest question growing up I wanted to know who God was um because I remember distinct periods of my life where I remember God would speak to me through a dream again I didn't know that this was God but I knew that it had such an impact on me and 
it was just such an encounter that I knew that this could not be anyone else but God. And you know what's so funny? I just remember um, I was scrolling on Facebook and I seen all these Facebook memories where I would post my dreams that the Lord would give me. And now just looking back, like today, just looking back at all those posts, it just made me realize that God has really been been with me like my entire life and it took me getting to know him many years later to realize that his hand was always in my life and what a blessing it was to know to have someone so great so mighty so powerful so loving looking out for you simply because you wanted to know who they were and I I had such a desire to know who God was again I didn't have a relationship with God. So I don't want people to confuse me having a relationship with God or me trying to get to know God. I was getting to know God as in like, who is this mighty person that people are speaking? Who is this mighty being that people keep speaking about? Who is this mighty person that just people are in so in awe of? I wanted to know who was this God that people were serving that was a way maker a miracle worker, a promise keeper. I wanted to know who he was. And then, so fast forward back to freshman year, I fell into a deep depression. And I just remember one day I was in my dorm and I broke down. I was sobbing so badly to a point where I felt like I could not breathe. Then all of a sudden, Glory be to God. All of a sudden, I felt like a like a being just come behind me and and just completely grasp me in the power of their love. And I I never felt such a love, such an all-consuming love, an all-consuming fire, an all-consuming grasp like this before. I've never felt such security like this in my life. But the way God grabbed me and just and just hugged me in his embrace, I broke down even more because I felt him. And for the first time in my life, I felt secure. For the first time in my life, I felt protected. For the first time in my life, I felt loved. And that was one of the very first encounters that I could recognize at that time that was the Lord. So from there, springing into my sophomore year, I just began to really dive into get to know God. I wanted to know who he was and why he cared and why he loved me so much. So I started going to church more. I started being more tentative to you know, reading the Bible and fasting and praying and actually getting up in the morning and having a routine where waking up, praying, reading my Bible, and even just a routine of going to church regularly and making it a habit of mine to be there, get the word, get the gospel, get the revelation, and be around community. And um, I remember my sophomore year, that is when I met... um, new friends and that is when I you know finally got around people and finally started making friends and finally got into like a community of people outside of church and 
I remember just going to church consistently and I just decided to get baptized. Um, I was, I just began learning about the Lord and just understanding who he was and his might and his power and his call over my life. And I realized that I wanted his identity. I wanted to be like him. I wanted to change who I was. I didn't want to be this depressed, this sad person, this broken woman. I wanted to be who God was calling me to be. And as I had learned through his word, I learned that he has an identity for me, that he calls me by my name. So I began to just understand that I can be healed, that I can be restored, that I can be changed, that I could be made new. But the first thing that I wanted to do was get baptized. I wanted to leave my old life behind and dive into the woman that God was calling me to be. So I remember I went ahead and got baptized and my friends were there, you know, being so supportive of everything and just so supportive of my journey towards getting to know Christ in general to a point where they told me that I just began to inspire them to do the same as well. But just, you know, going through the process of getting baptized. And man, it's like, it's such an amazing feeling because like when you first get baptized, it's like, oh my gosh, like this is a wonderful life in Christ. And like all my old life and old sins are passed away. And this is my public declaration that I am fully stepping into this life towards becoming a follower of Christ and living like him. Um, so, you know, just fast forward, like that, I ain't gonna lie. Like when you first get baptized and you first give your life to Christ, it's like such an excitement. It's like such a feeling like that is just so amazing. It's kind of like euphoria, but like, it's such a, a, a Holy Spirit filled moment where you're just so excited and you feel so loved and you feel so happy and all these wonderful things. But what I did not realize was that um, I was still prone to getting tempted by sin. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like, I began to fall short of the glory of God, God, and I didn't feel conviction for a period of time. I was sinning, fornicating, drinking, um, and just doing all these things that I knew weren't godly, that I knew weren't pleasing unto God. And I began to fall away slowly but surely, slowly but surely. And then uh, after a period of time, conviction did set in and I did begin to, I had to learn that I had to repent like this. I can't be uh, living one way in front of people and then behind closed doors, I'm living a completely different way. There's no integrity there. God does not honor that. How are you, how are you living one way in front of people, but on your close friends, you out there posting this, that, and the third, you out clubbing and partying and drinking on your close friends, but on your on your main feed <laughs> you know you live in the other way that is a hypocrite that is lukewarm living and i was living lukewarm for a period of time and again i don't have any excuses for that um just i was just learning i was just learning that um learning this and going on this journey by myself i had to learn a lot of things um, through experience, um, because at that time I didn't know the voice of God. I didn't know what him telling me no felt like. I didn't know what him telling me no looked like. I didn't understand. Um, like I said, at that point, 
Um, but then, you know, eventually after repentance set in and just live, learning that I could not live a double life, I had to get right again. So um, this is before COVID. I remember just going to church one day and fully deciding, like, you know, I cannot live double-minded. I cannot live two different lifestyles. I need to be in Christ and in Christ only. It's either I was going to live for Christ or I was going to live for the world. There is no lukewarmness. God would rather for us to be hot or cold, light or dark, heaven or hell. There is no in-between. And that concept took me forever to learn. But once I learned it, it's like there is no being on the fence. There is no living in God and living in the world. It's one or the other. Get with the program or do not. And that was such a hard reality reality for me to face because I was just like, what? Like, what is this? All these rules and regulations. But then I began to realize that it was only for my protection. God would rather for me to fool live in the fullness of what he had for me or to fully be in the world there is no halfway in God halfway in the world God will spew you out of his mouth he does not like lukewarm hot or cold there is no gray area with God so getting back into church and just fully immersing myself in the gospel again fully immersing myself in community and living righteous and living holy and living a sovereign lifestyle before the lord and with the lord as i walked through this journey i remember one day i just was in church and we had a guest speaker that day this is one of the second encounters that i experienced with the lord and one of the another one of the most pivotal moments in my life so i was in church one day and we had a guest speaker and the guest speaker was basically saying, don't stoop so low to become a king. And he was like, Jesus had the opportunity to become a king, but he knew that his purpose, which is to die on the cross, was far more viable than him becoming a king. So he began to say, don't stoop so low to become a king. And he was basically saying how we are so busy in this world, but in the kingdom of God, we were so stagnant there was no movement there's no spiritual activity in the kingdom of god but we're so busy in the world and i was just saying god like i remember after leaving that service i just began to pray to god like what is my purpose in your kingdom because there's no point in me being busy here on this earth and being productive in the earth if in in the heavens i'm not there's there's no movement there. there's no activity there there's no purpose there so I began to seek God like never before. I wanted to know what my purpose was. So boom, COVID hits. And let me tell you this. So many people thought COVID was like the worst moments of their life. And COVID was so horrible in the second and third. But my experience with COVID was so life-changing that I'm so glad that it happened. Because had it not happened, I, I would not have encountered the Lord in that manner. Um, so I remember COVID came and I ended up going back home to Miami. And at that time I was just seeking the Lord like never before, diligently, intentionally seeking the Lord and asking him what my purpose was in his kingdom. I wanted to know because I wanted to begin to be fruitful. I wanted to begin to be intentional about my activity in his kingdom and just showing up and doing my part as a vessel and allowing him to use me as an open and willing vessel and that is when I encountered the Lord and he I remember I was laying on the bed and I had an encounter with the Lord and he 
came to me and I remember him taking me back through periods of my life and he showed me he said look precious I was here look precious I was here look precious I was here and here and here and he showed me exactly where he was and where his hand was in each area of my life that I did not know at the time but when he showed me I was like what like I cannot believe this like it was such a life-changing experience for me for me to know that the Lord was with me the entire time to know that he was watching out for me he was there for me protecting me guiding me leading me even though I did not know it even though I did not acknowledge him even though all these other things um and just him being there for me meant so much for me when he showed me this so through that encounter I learned my purpose and my gifts and my talents and how to use them. So fast forward, fast forward, even after learning all these things, I began to seek him diligently at first, but slowly but surely I kind of fell back into that lifestyle. And if y'all don't know me, um, if y'all don't know the woman I used to be, I was a big city girl. Like I was a city girl and don't get no real it in this. <laughs> Like, I'm a city girl down to the heart, Miami, Florida. That's the kind of woman I was. And just, I remember just messing with different kind of guys who do fraud and different lifestyles and partying and clubbing and all these things that the woman I used to be, thank God for deliverance. Thank you, Jesus, for deliverance. Because that woman was sad and broken. Um, and I thought I was healed and I thought I was delivered from all these things until I found myself right back in them. And once I seen that I was right back in them, I had to realize that maybe I didn't, you know, graduate from that old phase of life. And that was only because I had not fully surrendered my life to the Lord. And because I didn't fully surrender, like I said, I found myself back in old habits, back in old sins, back in old lifestyle, back in old patterns because I had not fully surrendered. But once I fully surrendered, I began to see the fullness of God. I mean, the fullness of blessings, the fullness of favor, the fullness of growth grace the fullness of love just just everything under the sun that is entitled with God's fullness I began to experience so fast forward just to me creating this podcast was just um me having on my heart to do the desires of the Lord and I just began to say God like thank you for the purpose that you've placed on my life and I got to a point where, like, God, I am your first option for the will that you want to do through my life. There is no second option after me. I want to do this will for you. I want to be your vessel. I want you to use me. I want you to purify me. I want you to um, refine me. I want you to make me holy. I want to be pure and acceptable unto you i want to be your sheep as you shepherd me lord i want to be the woman that you are calling me to be and through this desire the lord just began to pour into me so much and like i said i'm not gonna sit here and act like i i haven't done all these horrible things but i thank god for delivering me
I just sit back and look at my life and realize that I was longing and craving something from the world that they, the world was unable to give me because the world does not have the God-given capacity to provide it to me. I was looking to the world for validation. I was looking to the world to feel worthy. I was looking to the world to tell me I was beautiful. I was looking to the world to care for me and love me. But I realized that the only source that I could draw that from was from the living well of God. And Jesus is that that living water and that living bread. And when Jesus began to feed his bread to me as I surrendered my life to him, and I don't mean just surrendering, I mean fully surrendering. That required me to fully surrender my physical, my mental, my spiritual, my uh, finances, fully surrendering. And again, there are so many things that I'm still learning to this very day. But just like fully surrendering, I watched my life begin to change before my very eyes. And the Lord has just been continuously working on me, continuously working on, on the people around me, continuously just doing everything it takes to build me and prune me and call me into the woman that he has that he wants me to become and i ain't gonna lie this journey has been really long and really hard but it's been so worth it to watch that old woman die and become this new woman that the lord is calling me to be it has truly been worth it because like that old lifestyle of living in the world and fornication and adultery and homosexuality and all these sins just made you feel empty inside it's like longing for something longing for something that can never be fulfilled in you and just being able to look back and realize that i am no longer that woman anymore all those people who used to know me, who used to know what I do, who used to know who I be, who used to, who I used to be around. I am no longer that woman anymore. And all glory to God that I can look at myself in the mirror and see myself becoming more and more and more like Christ. All glory to God that I am able to use my gifts and use my purpose to fulfill the will that God has placed over my life. So let's get into back into the whole segment of basically fear of pursuing the call. So initially when I started this podcast, like I said, I was kind of afraid of like that commitment, you know, that commitment of holding up that integrity because at the end of the day me personally before I post anything I always want to make sure that I'm the same woman on camera as I am behind closed doors I want to make sure that I have repented and I want to make sure that I am holding up that same integrity with the Lord I want to make sure that my relationship with the Lord is in good standing I want to make sure that I am doing everything it takes to serve the Lord in our own personal relationship before I pursue the call. 
And many times I felt like I was falling short of the glory of God and I didn't feel worthy of pursuing this call. I didn't feel worthy of using the gifts that the Lord has given to me. Um, But I realized that like that was very selfish of me to feel like I didn't need to share my gifts. Um, And the Lord has just been dealing with me on that. Just like your gifts are meant to be shared to the world. Your gifts are meant not to serve you, but to serve others. So I kind of had to do a reality check, you know, Um, and just basically like make sure that I was balancing between using my gifts, but also making sure that I'm still pursuing my relationship with the Lord behind closed doors. And I kind of want to take out to the story of Mary and Martha. So if y'all don't know, the story of Mary and Martha is in Luke. And basically... Um, Mary and Martha are two sisters and Jesus came to visit them at their residence. And Mary, when she seen Jesus, she immediately went to go sit at his feet. And Martha, she was just in the house, just cleaning and doing all these, uh, doing all this labor and being so busy. Both were serving the Lord but the Lord honored what Mary was doing, which was sitting at his feet. And Martha was like, Jesus, you're not going to tell her like to come help me. I'm over here doing all this and cleaning and taking care of this. And she's just sitting there like, you know, tell her to help me. And Jesus was like, Mary is sitting here and serving me at my feet. Let her do that. And I come to realize that, like, I want to make sure that I am serving the Lord by using my gifts to give him the glory and honor, but also making sure that I am prioritizing sitting at his feet. That is one of the biggest things um, that has made me fear pursuing the call because I don't want to lose sight of what it means to sit at the feet of Jesus. And that was one of the biggest things for me. And just realizing that I can balance making sure that I'm still pursuing my relationship with the Lord intimately and um, also still using my gifts to honor him. Because I realized that ministry and intimacy with the Lord is two different ways to seek the Lord. Um, because, uh, for, for example, through ministry, you are seeking the Lord to one, be able to pray over people two to be able to use your gift. You have to also study the word. You have to study and get the revelation from the Holy spirit and study for that word to give to the people. But you also have to remember to keep in mind that you seeking the Lord for ministry is completely different from you seeking the Lord for personal intimacy. And I kind of struggled between the two, struggled balancing between the two. So it's kind of been one of those journeys. Again, I'm here to be open, honest, humble, and transparent. If I cannot be honest and testify that God is good and how he has delivered me and how he has saved me and how he has brought me to this current lifestyle that I'm living, then I have no business being on here. My whole objective, my whole purpose is to make sure that I'm being honest so that I can testify to the goodness of God and how he has changed me, how he has transformed me into the woman that I currently am today. 
And so again, I'm going to be open, honest, humble, and transparent every single step of the way because that is the whole intent of this podcast is to bring light to certain conversations that are hard for many people to have. And I'm one of those people where God be giving me the hard conversations to talk about, like those hard hitting topics. (laughs) We're going to be addressing those. So I kind of just want to introduce myself and kind of say how I got to this point and kind of give a little backstory, a little testimony about everything. And again, the whole point of me naming this fear pursuing the call is because it's just been a, it's been a lot getting to this point. Right. And again, just being open, honest, humble, and transparent. Um, the Lord has been placed this on my heart, but just fear of the commitment, fear of the comparison, Fear of the spiritual warfare, spirit of the fear of getting ahead of myself, and also fear of officially closing certain doors. I knew that in pursuit of this, I knew for a fact that I would not be able to walk into the fullness of what God has in stores for this podcast if I wasn't ready to close off certain doors and completely throw away vices that I had in my back pocket. Again, uh, these were, and honestly, these were doors that I, I don't use quite often, but because they're still open, because those doors still have access to me, it was limiting me from walking into the fullness of what God has for me. Those particular vices that you hold in your back pocket, like those particular vices have the have power over you because they're still there even though you're not using them in the moment or even though you don't use them often the fact that they are still there means that they still have power over you so I truly would real didn't because the Lord was giving me the word surrender 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 and I was like God do you mean like surrender like because surrender my finances but I realized he was telling me to surrender those doors surrender those vices and officially close them lock them and shut them for good so that you can walk into the fullness of what the purpose that I have placed over your life has for you so just officially closing those doors officially putting those vices to rest so that I can be able to walk into the fullness of what God has for me Y'all, I am too excited to what God is going to do through me for this podcast to give him the glory and the honor that he deserves. And through my life experiences and through my testimonies and through just many things that I've been through or, or have witnessed to testify that the Lord is real and that the gospel is real. I am in so much excitement for what the Lord is going to do. And I'm just really happy for what's to come and I just want to thank y'all for tuning in but I want to tell you that God is going to move in such a mighty way through this podcast that he has to get the glory out of this he has to get the due honor and due praise out of this because I know what's to come next is going to be what eyes have not seen and ears have not heard the enemy kept trying to trick me into believing that my gift was not going to matter because so many of the people already had Christian-based podcasts but the Lord is reminding me and letting me know that He is going to use this for his good. I'm the vessel that he is going to use to go ahead and get his word shared. And I'm excited for y'all to join me on this journey. 
And y'all can go ahead and tune in for more at my Instagram handle at Kingdom Conversations WP. Kingdom Conversations with Precious, the KKW podcast. And I am going to be closing out and I will see y'all on the next episode where we are going to be talking about navigating through life as a healed, wholesome, and devoted Christian. Bye, y'all. Have a good one.